It seems cryptid creatures are being encountered at an alarming rate these days. Every single year that I do this, it seems more and more people are allegedly running into these unknown and downright terrifying creatures. Welcome back to The Swamp, my friends, and welcome if you're new. Today I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true cryptid encounter horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I would love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Now, without further ado, let's jump right into these creepy and allegedly true cryptid encounter horror stories that'll freak you out tonight. Every so often, I like to go out into the swamp, dig random holes, and cover them with leaves so alligators that are walking around the muck trip in and break their ankle. It might not sound cool to you, but it used to be the only way I was able to get my blood flowing and get that natural caffeine endorphin going. But that was until I found the magic nectar that came from the swamp gods themselves, Magic Mind. Now, when I was introduced to this little shot, it instantly improved my mornings tenfold. I love that I can take it anywhere, anytime, and drink it when I need to for that quick energy boost. I take it because it's easy to incorporate into my morning routine, it tastes great, and it helps me with a lot of other things. I can cut down my coffee consumption, cut out energy drinks, and all those harmful sugars and all that good stuff that are just going to make me feel terrible at the end of the day with that caffeine crash. The biggest reason why I support and recommend Magic Mind is because their formula is so great. It has many things like lion's mane mushrooms and my personal favorite favorite cordyceps mushrooms, which are an adaptogen that reduces inflammation, strengthens your immune system, supports higher energy levels and physical endurance by ramping up the production of ADP in your mitochondria, and it's actually proven to help reduce the size of tumors and other things. It's great for your overall health, and that gives me that extra peace of mind when drinking this in the morning. So, what are you waiting for? Be sure to join me and many others in the swamp today. Go to magicmind.co slash swamped and get up to 56% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code. Again, go to magicmind.co slash swamped for 56% off your next 10 days. White Creatures in the Woods by Memphis Bassist I have seen hundreds of these things at night in the woods in the rural areas of Memphis starting around 2020. They are tall humanoid creatures with blacked out eyes and move slowly and in strange jerky movements. The first time I saw them was visiting a veteran friend who was down on his luck at about midnight on Thanksgiving Day in 2020. He lived on his brother's property in a rundown camper vehicle at the edge of the woods. Between his camper and the tree line, there was the remains of an old trailer that had been destroyed by a tornado some years back. It still had a streetlight on top of the pole that used to run electricity to the destroyed home, and on the other side of the bar was approximately 15 yards or meters of a field that then eventually turns into a dirt road and splits in half with tall grass and brush on the edge of the far side and the other area being nothing but trees. When I first started seeing these creatures, I thought they were people hiding at first, as they seemed to be grouping more in the darker areas where the light of the pole was not as bright. So I asked my friend about them, maybe he had some squatters or something that were just drugged out, and he shrugged it off and said that this is actually not a squatter. This was something he had been dealing with for a long time, they were always there, 
and it didn't really bother him because they didn't do anything really. He also told me that no matter what you did, you could never really get close to one. So, being a combat veteran with two deployments under my belt and a firearm for my vehicle, I did just that. I attempted to approach these things. As I got closer, I noticed they were solid white creatures with these weird black eye sockets that moved in a jerky but prolonged manner. There had to be at least 50 or more of them in that field, down the dirt road and at the edge of the tree line and beyond. Determined to let something mess around and find out, I continued to walk towards them, and all of a sudden, they all looked at me with black, empty-looking sockets and instantly caused me to feel more fear than I ever have. I did not approach them that night. I simply turned away, left that area, and took my buddy with me to stay for a few nights at my place because I did not want to leave him there alone. Since the first time I saw them, I have seen them about a dozen times, always at night and around wooded areas at all different locations. I have since tried to run and catch them and failed many times because these things disappear the moment I close in within 5 to 10 yards. Anytime I lose direct eye contact, even if it's just a mere second, they're gone in a mere flash. They can phase in or out or something like that. It almost seems like they're interdimensional. If you can get in close, you can see that the weird jerky movements are a part of their arms, legs, and heads disappearing and reappearing in different positions. They disappear anytime they move so they have not been seen walking. I have tried to shoot these things many times for my AR-15, but it just seems like no evidence is ever left behind. These things do make audible noises that can be recorded, but does not appear on video from a cell phone or old analog camcorder with cassette tapes. Animals also seem to see them. However, I have tried to show them to people, only about half of those I have shown have actually seen them. I have wondered if I'm losing my mind or if anyone else has ever seen these creatures and tried other experiments. I have searched all over the internet and found a few cryptids that share one or two similar things but nothing close enough for me to be satisfied. The only comparable thing was the origin of white zombies, sort of. A few people have told me about this shape-shifting creature, but they don't change or bleed. They are different sizes, some are larger, some are smaller, and usually they are in groups. Uh, I like to call them family clusters, and typically there's four to five of them, usually with two taller ones and one or two smaller ones. Please let me know if you have any ideas of what these could be, or if you have ever heard of something like this before. My Encounter with Something Horrible by J. Mad. Your podcast is how I get through my workday, so thank you for what you do first and foremost. So, to tell my story, a few little backstories need to be told leading up to it. My parents were nurses that worked a lot, so I spent most of my time with my grandparents who lived in a missionary community in Georgia. This meant that I had a strict Christian upbringing. When I was seven years old, I had a horrible nightmare. This would be the first time that I would see whatever this thing was. In my dream, my dad was at work in the emergency room. It's hard to explain what it was like as a person, but at the same time, it had no distinguishable features. I saw it walk across the ER waiting room and put its hand on my dad's shoulder. My dad collapsed right then and there having a heart attack and died. I woke up screaming, absolutely covered in sweat. I wouldn't stop until my mother called my dad at work and got him on the phone. 
My dad told me that he was just fine and to not worry. However, my dad took my warning very seriously and asked one of the doctors at the hospital that night if they wouldn't mind just looking at him. Unfortunately, my dad did have a heart attack right there with that doctor. I still can't explain how or why, but if my dad had not had his heart attack and looked around at that moment, he would not have made it. When my dad came home from the hospital a few days later, he sat me down to talk. They told me not to tell anybody else about my dream or what had happened. He said they wouldn't understand, especially my grandparents and the people at the mission. He said they would fear me and think I was some sort of witch or evil. So I kept my promise. A few other times as a kid, I just seemed to know things, little things like car wrecks or things that would break down very small. I was also cautious around my grandparents after my dad's warnings. Although I grew up Christian, I believe that science can explain everything. Science hasn't caught up yet, so anything outside the known science is supernatural. I've had a lot of what you could call paranormal encounters over the years, and maybe I will get to some of those stories at a later date. But for now, let's go to August 2018. My dad, the previous year, had a surgery to remove a cancerous mass. He had 10 good months. Then one day he called me and my sister and I, and he was at the hospital. I had to come immediately. My dad had been admitted, and the prognosis was not looking good. The cancer was back, and there was nothing they could do. My dad was sitting in the chair in his hospital room, and I was sitting in his bed talking to him. Standing behind him was this human-like shadow creature I had seen in my dreams years ago. Even though it didn't have a face, I could tell it was looking at me standing behind my dad's chair. It had one hand on each of my dad's shoulders. I didn't tell my dad what I saw, I knew he would die, and I could do nothing about it. Call it death, call it an angel, whatever you like, the entire time we talked, this thing just stood there. Finally, my dad started telling me he was so tired, and he just couldn't do this anymore. I told him it was okay, I will miss you, but it's okay, you can go. I looked up at the creature, and I said it's okay, he can go. The best I can describe is this thing nodded at me, and the whole room gave me a feeling of understanding and acceptance. I helped my dad get into bed, he closed his eyes, and that would be the last time we would ever speak. His body held on for a few more hours. After that, they would let us take him home so he could die. My family and I rushed home while my mother stayed at the hospital to prepare everything for my dad to come home. The hospital bed had just been delivered and everything was set up. My dad was loaded into the ambulance with my mother. It's a 20-minute ride from the hospital to my parents' house. Fifteen minutes after my mom said they had left the hospital, I was waiting next to the front door. When I looked up and saw the thing again, it looked at me. It looked at me and I completely lost it. I started crying uncontrollably and then the phone rang. Finally, I got my tears under control enough to answer. I said hello. It was my mom. She told me your dad just took his last breath. I looked at the creature again. It put its hand on my shoulder to comfort me and seemingly disappeared. It would be three years before I would see the thing again. My mother fought COVID for 14 days at home. Finally, on day 14, she called me to say she could barely breathe. Please take me to the hospital. She wanted me to come so that someone could sit with my disabled little brother. My mother held on, but they put her on a ventilator on day 7. My mom did not want to be on a ventilator, so for 14 days I fought the hospital. They finally agreed to take her out of the ventilator, my older brother was finally coming up from Florida to be with me, and the hospital agreed to remove the ventilator the next day at around 11. My brother got to my house at around dinner time. After dinner, we were all so exhausted we went to bed at 2am. 
I got the call that our mother's vitals were dropping. It would be best if you came now. With COVID, you weren't allowed in the hospital, and I'm still so grateful they let me in with my brother. I arrived at the hospital, and at first, security would not let me up, but the ICU doctor informed them that I was coming anyway. Once we got into the ICU, of course, all the COVID patients in their classrooms were isolated from the world, but what I saw there shook me to the core. This creature, that thing that I have seen take my dad away, was once again there, ready to take my mother. But this time, I swear it was accompanied by others, and they were better to find. The others looked more like shadows. They were standing in front of certain glass rooms. I was terrified that they would kick me out of it if I said anything. So I didn't react. I just looked at them, and it looked at me. They gave me a chair to sit in front of my mother's room, and through glass I watched her vitals slowly braid down. My brother came up, and they put a chair next to mine. The thing stood there behind us with one hand on our shoulders. It's something that you almost can't feel. It's like a slight chill on your shoulder. It almost feels like there's a little breeze, but it's not noticeable enough to really freak out like if somebody's actually grabbing you. Eventually, the doctor came to us, let us know that she was gone, and the shadow was gone. I believe there's a scientific explanation for everything, and maybe we just don't understand it yet. But I definitely saw some sort of creature, unknown cryptid, or just some sort of spirit. I couldn't tell you. I don't know if the thing is dead, an angel, a ghost, a guardian, or if I have that type of intuition that just lets me see dark energy. Sometimes, though, I like to listen to your stories on this podcast because it makes me feel less alone. Perhaps, some other time, I can tell you about the attempted exorcism they tried to perform on me once. UK Cryptid Encounter by Marco B. I am a South African man living in Motherwell, Scotland, UK. I am 42 years old and have lived in the UK for 18 years. I moved here in September 2004. Now, I never really believed in cryptids. This is because I was raised as an average, science-believing individual. I was always told to think that you only believe in a creature's existence when it has been cataloged and its DNA is on record. In 2004, I moved to the UK and at the time, I was living in a town north of Liverpool called Southport. It is in the Merseyside, in the northwestern part of England. It is the typical sleepy English seaside town. Several weeks after I had moved there around Christmas time, a bunch of my friends and I decided to visit a forest area in the countryside nearby a town called Formby, which is just north of Liverpool. Now, the Christmas time of year is freezing gray and bleak, so when we arrived at the forest, got out of our cars, and walked about, it looked very eerie, like something out of those old Dracula movies or a Bram Stoker story. Not long after arriving, we began to hear these weird howling noises, and it really did give me the creeps. My friends told me not to worry about it, it was probably just the wind or something, but that did not make me feel any better, and something really just did not feel right to me. So, I looked at the treetops, and they were not swaying about at all. I pointed this out to them, but they told me not to worry. Things are just fine, according to them, but I just felt like something was terribly wrong. Anyway, this weird howling sound continued, and then the sound started to become like primal grunts deep and guttural, like that of a great African ape. 
I could not believe it. I was in frigid England, in the middle of a forest, hearing these ape-like grunts. I started getting twitchy. I was starting to get anxiety and freaking out. I had not seen anything, but I was sure this was something feral and not something natural. So in this bunch of friends, there was a fellow South African. I told him, Herman, does this not sound like apes or monkeys to you? You know, like the ones back home in Africa. He listened for a while. Then he said, Yes, you're right. That is exactly like the monkeys and apes in Africa would sound like. With an absolute look of bewilderment on his face, our friends laughed and said the monkeys had followed us from Africa. And as they were laughing, there was this loud howling, bellowing scream which seemed to fill the heavens, the forest, the ground, the trees, and our very bodies. Finally, they stopped their laughter and we got out of there as quickly as possible. We drove out of that forest at top speed and spent the rest of the day at the dunes nearby Formby. There, we knew we would be safer because there were more people around and more civilization. It has been many years since this has happened, and I moved about until I settled in Motherwell, Scotland. And even though I have never seen anything physical, and that day all I did was hear things, it must have been something very big. It made such a terrible sound that I don't even know how to describe it. It is a sound I have never heard before, and I have never heard it since. But if I did listen to it again, I would instantly recognize it. Since then, I've become more open to believing cryptids and animals and other things that we don't know about. I have not told many people my story since it happened, but when I do, I get the old nod and roll of the eyes like, say, Okay, crazy. And then everybody just kind of moves on with their own camp stories. I just, I just don't know how to explain it, but I do hope you share this story. Something Lurks on These Highways by Anonymous I've been an over-the-road truck driver for over a decade now, and I've seen some strange things on the highways and byways of this great country. But nothing, and I mean nothing, could have prepared me for what I saw this one night. It was a dark and stormy night, as cliche as that sounds, and I was driving down an isolated stretch of highway. The rain was coming down in sheets, making it hard to see more than just a few feet in front of me. The only light came from the headlights of my truck, and even they were barely cutting through the thick darkness. As I rounded a curve, something caught my eye. A figure stood just ahead of me in the middle of the road. I hit the brakes, trying to avoid hitting whatever it was. As my truck came to a screeching stop, I peered out into the rain trying to get a better look at whatever this thing is. That's when I saw it. Now, it wasn't a person, or even an animal. It was, uh, it was something else entirely. It was tall and skinny with long arms and legs. These legs, they seemed to stretch forever. It was, it was sickly pale. Its eyes were bright red in the darkness. I froze, unable to move or even speak. I couldn't conjure any words. I could not believe what I was seeing in front of me. Was this some sort of monster? A demon? Or was I just hallucinating from being on the road for too long? The creature started to move towards me and I panicked. I slammed on the gas trying to escape it quickly. But it was way too fast, way too agile. 
It easily kept up with the truck, matching my speed stride for stride. For an eternity, I drove down that dark and lonely road with that thing chasing me close behind. I could hear its low growls over the engine and roar, and I swear I could almost feel the sensation of it breathing on my neck. Finally, I saw signs for a rest stop up ahead. I took a chance, swerved off the road, hoping to lose the creature in confusion. As I pulled into the rest stop, I looked back, expecting to see it, following me, but it was gone, as if it had never been there at all. I sat in my truck for quite a long time, trying to calm down and make sense of what the hell had just happened. Was it real, or was it just my imagination playing tricks on me? I may never know for sure, but one thing is certain I'll never forget that night or the terror that came with it. A Wendigo Nearly Ended Us by Canadian Bacon 443 I remember the day vividly. My friends and I decided to take a mountain biking trip through the rugged terrain of British Columbia. It was supposed to be an adventure of a lifetime, but little did we know that it would become a nightmare. We had been riding for quite some time, at least three or four hours, and the sun was setting behind the mountains. We were in the middle of nowhere, and the darkness was creeping up on us fast. We decided to take a break and set up camp for the night. As we settled down, we heard a strange noise in the distance. At first, it sounded like a low rumbling sound, but as we listened and it got closer, it became more apparent that it was a low growl, almost like some sort of animal. We tried our best to ignore it and chalked it up to the wilderness, but it grew louder and more persistent by the minute. Suddenly, a figure emerged from the woods. It was tall and thin with elongated limbs and sunken eyes. It nearly looked like a person, but it just wasn't. It was... It's, it was just... Its skin was sickly pale. Its limbs were, like, unnaturally long. We froze right then and there, unable to move as it approached us slowly. We could smell its rotting breath. The stench made us gag. Finally, its eyes locked onto us, letting out an ear-piercing screech. We knew we had to run. We grabbed our bikes and pedaled as fast as we could, leaving everything at our campsite behind, hoping that it would be more interested in that than us. We did have some food cooking at the time. But the creature did not give a single crap about any of that. It was right behind us, its claws scraping against the ground as it chased us. We didn't dare look back, but we could hear it gaining on us at every second. Our hearts were pounding in our chest, and as we tried to pedal faster, it was like we were in a nightmare and couldn't wake up. Finally, we made it to a small cabin in the woods. We barricaded ourselves inside, hoping it would keep the creature out. But we could hear it scratching at the door, trying to find a way in. We spent the night huddled together, too scared to move, trying to keep anything we could in front of that door to block it. Every noise made us jump, and every shadow seemed to move. We were sure we were going to die that night. Luckily, as the sun finally began to show, we emerged from the cabin the following day and the creature disappeared. We never spoke of that night again but it stayed with us forever. We knew that we had encountered something beyond our understanding that was not of this world, and we knew that we were lucky to have made it out alive. As we pedaled our way down to the parking lot, we knew that we would never come back to this area, that's for sure, 
but we also knew what we saw. This was a Wendigo, without a doubt. A lot of us had heard stories growing up, but we never thought they were real. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true cryptid encounter horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to slap that like button up as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this episode gets, the more YouTube promotes it in the algorithm, and that's very helpful to us growing. If you're new to the swamp, why not join us? Be sure to subscribe and make sure notifications are on as I upload new videos almost every single day on all things natural and supernatural. If you have a story that you would like to share in a future episode, be sure to submit your story at swampdweller.net or on reddit at r slash thedarkswamp. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Much love to our sponsor Magic Mind for supporting the swamp and helping us keep these videos coming to you on a daily basis. If you're on the go but don't have YouTube Premium but still want to download and listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories no matter where you are, you can download them and listen to them absolutely free from Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and literally everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. If you'd like to go the extra mile and support the swamp, be sure to give us a 5-star rating on those platforms as it helps us grow. If you made it all the way to the end, be sure to comment the code word Slithering Swamp. It's always fun to see how many of you make it to the end, and it's cool to see all the funny comments you guys come up with. I'll see you all soon with another creepy episode. That's Swamp Bot signing out. Just kidding. I've been seeing some comments recently saying that my voice is like a bot or something. Y'all are wild if you really think that. Thank you guys so much and I'll see you soon.